From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, this is Dr. Shelton Smith, and this is Making a Difference. We're delighted to welcome our family of friends who join us here every day. And for those of you who join us once in a while, we welcome you to be a part of that family of friends. And if this is your first time to catch the broadcast, welcome. We're delighted to have you with us. And getting the week started today, we're excited because we have the privilege to be here on this station at this time, five days a week. So I hope you'll join us as often as you can. Today, I am in Colorado Springs, Colorado, preaching at the Grace Baptist Church there in that city. And I look forward to seeing many of our friends there in the Rocky Mountains region, and I trust that you'll join us tonight at the 7 o'clock hour and again tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, Grace Baptist Church in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Now, we've been looking for several days here at a little series of things as we've talked about the good things that God has given to us in terms of redemption and regeneration. The titles that the Bible gives to our salvation are numerous, and we've looked at those in detail on several past broadcasts. This series that I'm looking at right now is entitled Who We Are and What We Do. Those are things that the Bible lays out very clearly. Revelation chapter 1, we learned that he has made us kings and priests. We learned that in verse 6 of that chapter. That's something God has done for us to make us who we are. And on our last broadcast on Friday, we looked at the matter of the fact that we are ambassadors. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20 tells us. Today, I want to look at the word witness. And Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 is our text for today. That verse says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and under the uttermost part of the earth. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. That is a very, very powerful verse. It says, Ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Now, this matter of being a witness. There are two words in the Greek New Testament, a noun and a verb. They're very similar. The noun is martus, and it means one who bears witness by his death. It's like our word martyr. And it simply means here in this text, one who tells what he has seen what he has heard, and what he knows. That is a witness. Where the word martyreo, the verb form of that is used, it means that we bear witness. It means that we give the witness that we have. We know something, and so we actually express that. You know, we run into this in all kinds of places. In a court of law, for example, we have witnesses all the time. What do they do? They come to the witness stand did you hear that? The witness stand. What do they do? They give witness to what they've seen, what they heard, or what they know. If you're present, for example, when a crime is committed, when an auto accident occurs, or something like that, and you see what happened, then you have an obligation under law to tell exactly what you saw. Twice I've been in Central Florida when the space shuttle went up. I was a witness to that. You cannot deny the fact that the space shuttle goes up. I saw it with my own eyes two different times. So I can tell you about that because I was a witness to it. 
in my ministry through the years. For a long time, I was a pastor. And the fact is, I saw a lot of things in my ministry. I saw our church grow year after year. I was a witness to that. We had days when our buildings were overflowing with people. I was a witness to that. There were days when we had literally hundreds of people come to Christ and trust the Savior. I was a witness to that. Here at the Sword of the Lord, in the years that I've served as the president and editor of the Sword of the Lord Ministries, I've seen many, many wonderful things that I can give testimony to. We've had great conferences with large crowds. I was a witness to that. The Lord has provided in miracle fashion. I am a witness to that. So we have something to tell. Jesus said in this verse, Ye shall be witnesses unto me. That is, we're going to tell what we know about the Lord. In today's economy, in today's world, there's several things in terms of being a witness to the Lord that we must simply raise issue about and declare very clearly. For example, we need to make the case for creation. The world, our nation, has been literally brainwashed on humanistic evolution, and that simply is a lie. It's a hoax. And you and I need to make the case that God created the heavens and the earth. In fact, if we can get that settled, there'll be a lot more people in church on Sunday. They'll know that there's a God with whom they have to deal. We need to make a case about the prophecies that God gave us in the Old Testament. Those prophetic things that are stated on page after page in the Bible, we can bear witness to the fact that those prophecies have become real and become true. They have been fulfilled literally, and we can see that so clearly. We need to give testimony to the authenticity of the Word of God. This Bible that I have in front of me here is absolutely true. It is what God has given us, and we can depend upon that every step of the way. Raising your family, conducting your business, building a church, whatever it is that you're into, you can count on the truth, the absolute veracity of the Word of God. You can depend upon that. We need to tell that story to the nations. Not only that, but we can give testimony about the Savior. Born in Bethlehem, reared in Nazareth, crucified there in the Jerusalem area, and then rising up from the grave and ascending up to heaven. All of that needs to be told again and again. We need to tell the story about what God has in mind for the church, what the church is all about. And that, listen, it's God's idea. It's not something we came up with. It is, in fact, God's idea. The Christian lifestyle, all of that needs to be articulated. It needs to be proclaimed. The witness that we can give to that needs to be heralded again and again. And of course, the great truth of the second coming, we need to tell the story that one day Jesus is coming again. So when Jesus said, ye shall be witnesses unto me, yes, we're going to give out the gospel, but we're going to give the whole counsel, the full counsel of God that the Bible talks about. Now, for whom do we do that? This verse says, ye shall be witnesses unto me. That means maybe one of two things witnesses because of him or witnesses in his stead. I think probably it means both. We don't have a message except for him. So we're witnesses, yes, because of him. Well, what are we doing here? He has left us here to do his bidding. So we are witnesses in his stead, doing what he would do if he were here. And this verse says now, 
because we'll look at this, and in our weakness, knowing our sinful nature, every one of us, we will absolutely faint if we're not very careful. Folks who sit on the pews on Sunday who never get around to doing this because they know they're weak, I want you to know God offers His power that will enable us to be who we ought to be. This verse says, you shall receive power. It is that very strong word, dunamis, meaning like dynamite. It is explosive power. It is something that will enable us to do exactly what the Lord has asked us to do. You say, well, how do we get that? The verse says, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. This power comes via the Holy Ghost. Now you say, what does he do for us? Well, if you look at John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 26, the Bible says, the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. So the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit of God, is our teacher. The very next chapter, chapter 15 of John's Gospel, verse 26, says, when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me, and ye also shall bear witness. So the Holy Spirit of God is going to testify about Jesus. What does he do? What is this anointing and this power that the Holy Ghost gives us? What is that about? Dear friends, it is not so that you will go jabbering or speaking some unintelligible utterance. That is not what it is about. The fact of the matter is this anointing and this power is given to us in order that we can articulate the gospel, bear witness to Christ, and tell the world that we have a Savior. That's what it's about. He said, the Holy Spirit will testify of me, and then you too shall also bear witness to that fact. You get into chapter 16 of John's gospel, and Jesus said, then I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away, for if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you, but if I depart, I will send him unto you, and when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, of judgment, and he says the Spirit of truth will guide you into all truth, verse 13. So that's a part of what the Holy Spirit is going to do for us and with us. He is the means whereby you and I have the power to be the witness that the Lord has commissioned us to be. You say, well, where are we going to do that? Well, back to our text, chapter 1 of Acts, verse 8, gives us a full variety of places where that we are to be the witness. That is, first of all, in Jerusalem. That's the hometown. Then in Judea, that's the home country. And then Samaria. That's the place where there are people, they may be not all that far from you, but they are different than you are. They are not the same as you are. Their culture is different. Their society is different. Maybe their skin color is different. Whatever the case, Jesus said, you go, you be my witness to them. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then he says to all the earth, to the uttermost part of the earth. So we are to take this message everywhere we go. There's a song in our hymnal that Ernest Nickel penned for us. It's entitled, We've a Story to Tell to the Nations. And it's a beautiful song. I'm sure maybe that you've heard it when you went to church sometime. And it just simply says, We've a story to tell to the nations that shall turn their hearts to the right. A story of truth and mercy, a story of peace and light. The second verse says, We've a song to be sung to the nations that shall lift their hearts to the Lord, a song that shall conquer evil and shatter the spear and sword. 
And verse 4 then says, We've a Savior to show to the nations who the path of sorrow hath trod, that all of the world's great peoples may come to the truth of God. And the chorus of that says, For the darkness shall turn to dawning, and the dawning to noonday bright, and Christ's great kingdom shall come on earth, the kingdom of love and light. So yes, dear friends, we do have a story to tell to the nations, starting at our hometown, continuing in our home country, then going to those places beyond just where we have a comfort zone into the places where people are not the same as we are. Maybe their language is different. Whatever the case, we need to go to them and then to all of the places on the earth. So, dear friends, yes, as believers, we're born again. We're the sons and daughters of the living God. We have a place in God's family. The Lord has made that possible because Jesus died on the cross and arose from the grave, paid our sin debt for us, made it possible for us to go to heaven when we die. And the fact is, you and I then have a commission from the Lord in a variety of ways. That's what we're looking at here, finding out who we are and what we do as the sons and daughters of the living God. We learned that we have been made kings. We've been given royal status in God's family. We learned that we have been made priests. Revelation chapter 1, verses 5 and 6 lay that out very clearly. And so we are priests. We have a mediator in the Lord Jesus, and we, by virtue of the fact that we are saved, we have a priestly ability that enables us to go directly to the Father through the Lord Jesus. And then we noted that we are also ambassadors, representing the Lord everywhere we go. And thus, what we do as ambassadors, we are His witnesses. So we're going to look at these titles that tell us something about who we are, and what we do because we are in God's family. Listen, these are exciting things, and I'm thankful that we can get together and talk about it, and I hope that you'll join me again here tomorrow because we'll continue with another term that I think will be a help to you as we describe what we are and who we are. So thank you for being along today. It's my joy to be with you each day, five days a week, right here on this station. I do hope that you'll write me a note. Let me know that you hear the broadcast. Write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And the email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. God bless you now. Have a good rest of this day and goodbye for now.